in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everybody's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And make sure you like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. And remember, guys, only follow us and our content or we get really sad. But seriously, make sure you get perspectives from all over the place because we don't want you to be left in the dark like some people in the world today. And Jennifer, we have a rousing article from Newsweek about the ongoing January 6th commission, which I don't think we've ever talked about on the podcast. No, because I think we were trying to get monetized, but at some point we just gave that up because we talked too much about all of the things YouTube doesn't want us to say. So, uh, so shout out to the, the Capitol Building. If you would like to sponsor the show, Capitol Building, uh, reach out to uh, the website and we can, I don't We'll negotiate. What, what do they have to sell? I don't know. I don't the know. politicians. If you'd like to sell out some of your politicians, uh, get in contact. I don't think anybody's can... buying that. Well, uh, but anyway, Jennifer, uh, this is an exclusive from Newsweek. And Newsweek is a left-leaning source, so it's okay to use this. Yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, apparently, secret commandos. Okay, you're with me. I'm really not. I read the headline, <laughs> okay. and I was like, those words don't make sense in that order, but uh, okay. Secret commandos with shoot to kill. That's hyphenated. Shoot to kill authority. We're at the Capitol. So are these, like, the good guys on, on the, our side? Yes. Okay. But they didn't shoot to kill. Is that the point we're making? Yeah, isn't that funny? The, the only people with the ability to shoot the authorization to shoot and kill were not the ones that shot and killed that lady. They, they didn't do it. They, they didn't do it. Stop. Anyway, okay, um, continue. I'm more on board now. But anyway, uh, on Sunday, I always like how Newsweek starts out with a giant letter. Uh, on Sunday, January 3rd, the heads of a half dozen elite government special operations teams met in Quantico, Virginia to go over potential threats, contingencies, and plans for the upcoming joint session of Congress. The meeting and the subsequent deployment of the shadowy commandos on January 6th never before has been revealed. Ooh. So this is talking about January 3rd of last year. I thought it was January, January 6th. Well, this is, they met on January 3rd in oh, Virginia okay. to, to chat over their Keurig coffee. Hey, don't want Keurig coffee. Uh, right after the new year, Jeffrey A. Rosen, the acting attorney general on January 6th, approved implementation of long-standing contingency plans dealing with the most extreme possibilities, an attack on President Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence, a terrorist attack involving a weapon of mass destruction and a declaration of measures to implement continui continuity 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 of government, I can't speak today, That's uh, requiring protection and movement of presidential successors. So essentially, they all watched that show. Designated Survivor. Yes. It's actually a pretty good show. I've a... only watched like the first, but it was good. So they all watched that show, and they're like, how do we prevent this from happening? Because we don't want the... But the like the 
transit authority. Just like, yeah, I don't remember what uh what branch he was or what like level he was, but he was a very very low level like. Wasn't he like low a on the total pole. No, he wasn't quite Housing that low. Housing secretary. I want to say it was like transportation secretary or authority or something like that. I'm not right. sure. Anyway, uh, Rosen made a unilateral decision to take the preparatory. Oh my gosh, I cannot speak. Uh, steps to deploy Justice Department and so-called national forces. There was no formal requ request from the U.S. Capitol Police, the Secret Service, or the Metropolitan Police Department. In fact, no external request from any agency. Uh, the leadership in justice and the FBI anticipated their worst and decided to act independently. The special operation forces lurking uh, behind the scenes. Which I'm sure they do. Oh, every, good. yeah. Uh, quote, I believe the Department of Justice responsibly prepared for contingencies ahead of January 6th. Understanding that there was a considerable un amount of uncertainty as to how many people would arrive, who those people would be, and precisely what purpose they would pursue, Rosen later told Congress. He stressed that his department, quote, uh, no, had no front-line role with respect to crowd control, that they were focused on high-risk operations. I've got to oh. be honest. I don't think that you're having difficulty reading. I think this is a poorly I noticed it was... Had left out several it's left words out work. So, yes, I like how we're <laughs> we're we're taking drinks here <laughs> for this long it's article. It's a very long article, guys. You got to stay hydrated. Uh, the contingency units meeting on January third included the FBI's hostage rescue team. My. So they they prepared for hostages. But how much of this is just what they do at every? Uh, with every threat we're not threat but at every four years where they have a joint session of congress and they they count the votes or whatever i don't know uh the fbi's national render safe team an fbi swat team from the baltimore field baltimore field office special response teams from the uh bureau of alcohol tobacco firearms and explosives and the u.s marshal service special operations group <laughs> All of these people were pre-deployed and ready to go over the weekend of January 2nd and 3rd, staging out the FBI Academy Complex in Quantico, 30 miles south of the Capitol building. If a WMD or terrorist attack occurred, the units were to move via helicopter to the site of the incident. The activation of a catastrophic response unit uh, operating under plans approved by President Trump entailed an automatic green light allowing federal responders to take the initiative and spare no resources, including shoot-to-kill authority, to deal with the most extraordinary conditions. Uh, the 350-strong hostage rescue team was established in 1983 to be the, a national-level counter-terrorist unit offering a tactical option, a military option, for the most extraordinary law enforcement situation within the United States. Prior to 9-11, HRT was primarily a domestic counterterrorism unit. After the attack, the team took on additional missions, including working with the Joint Special Operations Command overseas 
in high-profile raids and the targeting of high-value targets. My goodness. The FBI is the lead agency for what insiders call the no-fail 24-hour, 7 days a week, 365 days, 366 on leap year response capability. In 1999, the Bureau was assigned the responsibility for the Render Safe Mission, a euphemism for extraordinary and highly classified actions that are slated to take place in cases of a lost, stolen, or hidden nuclear or radiation radiological weapon that just goes on and on and on about the history and then something about 2005 okay here we go on the morning of january 6th several paragraphs down <laughs> next to a uh, colonial a man in a colonial colonial hat and a a flag. Ah, there yes. we are. I found it. Uh, so on January 6th, uh, most of these forces staged closer to downtown Washington, particularly after intelligence was received indicating a possible threat to FBI headquarters building or the FBI's Washington field office. FBI tactical teams arrived on Capitol Hill earlier in the day to assist in the collection of evidence at sites, including the Republican and Democratic Party national headquarters where explosive devices were found. You know, I never actually heard that they found. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they just that. heard that they were there, but I didn't but know they found them. Clearly, they found them. I guess whoever set them up wasn't very good. They never went off. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that is good. Their but... failure is our success, so. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever happened to that truck that exploded in Virginia? Oh, God. Remember I'm that? I don't even think that had anything. Remember. It had nothing to do with the election. But it just, like, randomly exploded. Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember hearing about that. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> uh, other FBI agents provided selective security around the U.S. Capitol and protection to congressional members and staff. A tactical team of the hostage rescue team was one of the first external federal agencies to actually enter the Capitol after protesters breached the building. In addition the, to augmentation of emergency security assets, one team coordinated with the U.S. Capitol Police and Secret Service to provide additional safeguarding of uh, Vice President Pence, who had been moved to the underground parking structure beneath the Capitol from where he was supposed to evacuate, but Pence refused to leave the building and stayed underground instead. Uh, the presence of these extraordinary forces under the control of uh, the Attorney General and most operating under contingency plans that Congress and the U.S. Capitol Police were not privy to added an additional layer of highly armed responders. The role that the military played in this highly classified operation is still unknown, though FBI sources tell Newsweek that military operators seconded the, to the FBI and those on alerts as part of the National Mission Force were present in the metropolitan area. The lingering question is, what was, what, what was it that the Justice Department saw that provoked it to see January 6th as an extraordinary event, something that the other agencies 
evidently missed. Newsweek, that should have had a question mark behind it, not a period. Ah. Uh, you posted. I guess we just throw that one out. Same. Maybe it's because the other agencies suck. Like, how many... I, okay, my question is, I guess, haven't we been, like... I would like to just clarify on that, because it seems like a lot of the times the people that they arrest are people that are set up by the FBI. Well, or yeah. there was that one story where the FBI, the FBI actually itself. committed the crime. Yeah. yeah. Okay, my question is, I guess, haven't we just spent the last year bitching that no one did anything about January 6th and, like, they were allowed to basically infiltrate the Capitol and, like, all these things? So, like, why didn't all these special ops and every like, why didn't they intervene? If they were there, part of me wonders if this is just, oh, no, 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 we had people there. It was, it was fine. Just no one knew about it. Oh, well, actually, I hadn't thought of that. Are they just, like, saving face by now saying this? Oh, sources close to the military say they were there. But, like, nobody was really there. Because that's been what people have been saying for a year. Mm -hmm. Like, how did they get as far as they did if all these, like, special operations were there? Yeah, that's actually a good point. The point I was going to bring bring up is that everyone says that no one did anything, yet here are people there. But I see your point as well. That's actually an interesting take. You're essentially saying that maybe they're just saving face. I think it's just kind of saving face. Like, mm. oh, no, no, we have people there. We just, we didn't think they were a big enough threat. That's interesting. That's my take on it. You have totally thrown me off, off my base. Oh, That's nice. not what I was going for at all. Oh, I love it. I do like that. And I like your take because it does question what everyone is currently saying, which is, oh, look, there were people there. It was under control, in a, in a sense, because you had these people there. But then what did they do? And why didn't they intervene? So. But also, how do we know that they didn't? Like, what did they look like? What that's were they true. Wearing? And I mean, how many, I guess that's a good point, like, what did they stop that maybe we don't know about? Like, did they, I don't know, find a bomb or find, like, you, I guess we don't know that, but I don't know. To me, it just seems like, tell us more if you want to, like, assuage our fears, I guess. Pixar about... didn't happen, bro. Basically, yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. That's my philosophy on it. Like, I just, it sounds like bullcrap to me. I'm calling them out on their bullcrap. Oh, I did not expect this. Interesting. Okay. I didn't I like actually it. expect to have an opinion on this, so <laughs> color me shocked as well. Well, I mean, I would like to go back through the article, but my computer's dead, so I can't see. Ah, well, okay then. Um, so how much longer do we have to hear about this? Well, I mean, the anniversary's two days away. And this will probably post on that day. Yeah. Because we have to do the obligatory. Today's the day. Today's the day. Future Jennifer, remind past Jennifer, past Jennifer, remind future Jennifer to name that. Um, I don't. I won't. I never do. I always say I'm going to name you something. I don't. I think the worst thing about that day is the fact that all of us had this imagination that if anything was ever under attack, there'd be like these giant turrets that like come out of the ground in a giant electric barrier that like just shot lasers, like some futuristic thing. And... 
it didn't happen. I mean, nothing happened. Yeah. Which is odd. I just but, remember. But that did not happen. I just remember I being really scared, like, as it was happening, because I was at work, and we were really in only Florida. getting, like, in Florida. I know, but, like, <laughs> we were scared, because it, like, we were only getting pieces of news stories, so we really didn't know what was going on. What were you scared for? I, I don't know. I just remember being scared, like, because people were thinking that it was going to end up being, like... Like, people were going to have bombs, and they didn't know if people were going to send them to, like, other cities or whatever. So, it was the media hyping it up yeah, and, and, like, freaking people out. That. Again, though, I was at work and just getting, like, bits and pieces of information from other people who were watching the news. So, I mean, the whole thing was stupid. I remember. I, we worked together. Someone said something to me as well. It's like, oh, this is the end. I'm like. Yeah, probably not. They, like, they don't even need to be in that building. Like, this has all been done virtually for the last year. Right. Like, I mean... Why are they even there? Like, oh, it's the, they're going to take over the capital and they're going to rule all over us. It's like, I don't like We did this over... We, our policies were done over Zoom. I mean, I think we're good. A very good hacker could have, like, <laughs> jumped in and, and stopped the democratic process. I mean, wasn't there a hacker that hacked, like, Obama's Twitter account at some point? A couple of years remember. ago. He wasn't still president. But, like, anyone could take over someone's Twitter account. Yeah. Probably wasn't even Trump for those four years. It was probably someone else. <laughs> someone in Russia. <laughs> yeah. No. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, for me, it's like, well, there's always people being arrested at the Capitol. Like in 2017, there's like 200 people that were arrested well, in the Capitol. And there's at least like one person a month that did something at the White House. Right, they like try tries to jump, to jump the over the fence or whatever. Right, but it's like, yeah, it usually gets stopped. I just don't, I just don't get worried about things. I'm, I'm just curious as to where our shadow organizations were. That were clearly there. there. They're not there. They were clearly there, but they were too far in the shadows. Jennifer, we are both 28. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I mean, I'm you're almost, almost 28. We are, we are adults. Look around, Jennifer. The people we know are also adults. The people we know could potentially be in these organizations. Do you really have any trust in them when you think about us and our age? And I'm, people I'm in still those stuck on me being an adult yeah. and like how you're coming to that conclusion. So, no. But if people like us are in those organizations, that's like, ooh, boy. Uh, no. Like, it's not like this elite super team of. They're, like, sending memes to their coworkers, like, I don't want to be here today. Yeah. Should have called out. I've let that insurrection hangover. go. I live Just in Washington, D.C. Enough I'm said. going out till 2 in the morning, drinking with my other... Shadow friends. Shadow friends. Gotta blow some shit up tomorrow with a drone. Massive hangover, bro. I don't yeah. have any trust. Yeah, no, that's probably... We're saying all the wrong things. All the wrong things. <laughs> We're never getting monetized. And we may be on some government watch list at this point. So, hooray. Someone said something funny. So if you look at the election polls, like if it was a Trump versus Biden matchup, Trump is leading Biden, which cuts against the media narrative that everyone is like scared about the insurrection because the majority of the country, according to the polling, supports the guy that caused an insurrection. 
What polls is this? Like, are this? They're always doing those. Like, if uh, there was a matchup today, Biden versus Trump in the octagon. And in this gonna... corner, we have an old man, seventy-nine years old, hundred and twenty pounds, <laughs> and losing weight. And in, in the other corner, another old man, a little bit larger, hundred and thirty-six pounds. <laughs> I don't know how old Donald Trump is. But don't fat shame. It's wrong. <laughs> To everyone else, apparently. I I think we totally lost it. Yeah. Like, totally lost our mind. I don't even remember what my point was. I'm sorry. Oh, your point was oh, that, they that always have more these people, polls. yeah, more people are actually in favor of Trump right now than Because, of, yeah, they just do these They'd polls. They'd want him back rather than Biden. Uh, apparently. Whatever. But But it's kind of funny because it's like, well, a majority of Americans, according to these polls right now, are in support of the guy that supposedly caused an interaction. Okay, it's but really like, funny. Well, it's and that really was, funny. That was something I wanted to point out from the article, too. It said, like, literally, up in, like, one of the first paragraphs, that all of these measures were approved by Donald Trump. So, right. like, if he wanted to cause the insurrection, now you guys know I don't want to, like, praise Donald Trump ever, but you have to give credit where credit is due. If he was gonna, if he wanted to cause an insurrection and was like, oh, yeah, no, go out and do this, why would he approve all of these measures? Again, if these measures were even put in place, which I'm convinced. Because, Jennifer, if we take this strand of narrative and we take this strand of narrative, we can tie them together and say that he's working with them and they're in cahoots no. and they let them in and no. they were supposed to roll out the red carpet and he was supposed to march into that like Capitol when you, building. When you get two magnets that are the same you know, <laughs> and you try to like shove them together and they Yeah, they that's won't. actually fun. It is fun, yeah. but like that's that's what their narrative is doing. It's right really irritating there. when you have these spherical magnets. Spherical magnets? Yeah. That would be really I swear cool. I'm not making it up. Okay, well, I'm going to go online and find a spherical magnet. Mm -hmm. And we should probably wrap this up now that that's what we're talking about. Yeah, anyway, uh, let us know in the comments section down below. Uh, do you wish we could talk about other things. I sure do. Um, happy one-year anniversary. You know, everyone complains, complains. Complains is such an understatement for what I'm about to say <laughs> next. <laughs> everyone complains that democracy is dying. <laughs> no, everyone says that, oh, democracy is going to end with this person and that person. And No, I don't want it to end. But if it did, and we no longer had election cycles, the news would be so much more interesting. Well, this really, would it really be the worst thing ever? Camp, like, kickoff campaigns start like the day after the person is elected. I would also like to point, for the sake of you know, transparency, oh, okay. everyone points out that democracy is dead or dying. And yet, mm -hmm. when we approach people to try to get support for our campaign, they're like, no! <laughs> I'm not helping I'm you. I'm not going to help you. I'm not I don't know you. Okay, well. I'm not taking part in the democratic process. Yeah. Yeah. So, oxymoron right there. Uh, so if you really care about the democratic process, make sure you head over to our website, sign out the ballot petition form, and help another American Get on to a ballot somewhere in the country. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in Florida. I don't know why I was trying to be 
secretive about that. Also, Florida residents, registered voters. Oh, yeah. Only, if you really care about stopping democracy from dying, because democracy dies in darkness, and we are did not steal that from the New York Times or the Washington Post. I thought you stole it from Batman. No. So. He might have stolen it from Batman. <laughs> Democracy dies in darkness. I like it. I like it. We're coming for you next, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you in the next. Bye, guys.